welcome to Word Alive Broadcast with Ricky and Sherry Blevins. We believe that as you listen to today's message, God's Word will come alive in your heart to help you obtain victory in every area of your life. broadcast we've been discussing this week on hearing the voice of God and how to hear God's voice and yesterday we discussed that the number one way to hear God's voice is to read the word of God because the word of God is God speaking to us amen now today I want to teach on the inward witness the number two way that God leads us and he speaks to us is by the inward witness Let's go to Romans chapter 8 and verse 14 and 16. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are sons of God. Verse 16. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. Now it bears witness with your spirit. If you're born again, it just bears witness with your spirit that you're a child of God. Amen. You know on the inside, you just know. It bears witness that, and he will bear witness with your spirit that you are a child of God. And you can speak this forth, I'm a child of God. And it will bear witness with your spirit that you're a child of God. That's the inward witness. It's not a voice, but it's just a knowing on the inside of you. Amen. Proverbs 20 and verse 27 says, The spirit of a man is the lamp of the Lord, searching all the inner depths of his heart. Or, and uh, the King James says of the belly. The spirit of the man is the lamp of the Lord. If you're going to hear the voice of God, you're going to hear it in your spirit. Because your spirit is the born again person. Amen. We hear his voice in our spirit, our belly. Not our mind or our emotions. If you're going to hear the voice of God, it's going to be deep inside of you. And you just know it will bear witness. If you'll read the word of God and study the word, it will bear witness in your heart that it is truth. That is the inward witness. It just You just know in deep inside your belly. Amen. You must be born again to hear the voice of God inside your belly because in First uh, Corinthians chapter 2 it says that the things of God are not naturally discerned, but they're spiritually discerned. That means that you are only going to hear the voice of God, and it will only bear witness to you in your heart or in your belly, in your spirit, man, which is deep inside of you. And I remember before I got born again that I would read the Word, and I would go, I don't understand this. I can't understand it. But the very minute I got born again, accepted Jesus Christ into my heart, confessed him as my savior, then I could understand what God's word said and it came alive in me. It came alive in my heart. I'm going, wow, this is unreal. I didn't understand this before, but I do now. And the more that you take the word of God and study it and read it, the more that you will understand it, the, the greater that your understanding of what he wants you to do and, and understand who he is what he stands for, each and everything about God, it will bear witness in your heart and you and you understand it by revelation in your inner being that you know what God's word says. 
That's how you know the inward witness. That's one way you can understand it, and by praying. Praying in tongues, if you're not filled with the Holy Spirit, I, I admonish you to be filled with the Holy Spirit, with the evidence of speaking in tongues. And the more that you speak in tongues, it will enlighten your heart and, and your belly. And that's one way you know, because when you start getting filled full of the Spirit, you get filled up from the inside, in your spirit, man. That's what you're doing. You're speaking to God through your spirit by speaking in other tongues. That's what you're doing. You have a, a prayer language speaking to him, and, and you can understand on deep on the inside of you that that's what he's in. Uh, it says in 1 Corinthians chapter 14 that when you pray in tongues, you speak mysteries, but it also says you edify yourself. And when you speak in tongues, you'll edify yourself, and that's how you know, because you know it's deep inside your heart. Amen? A lot of times people are looking for answers on the, in the natural, but you can't find them that way. You can't find them on the outside. You have to look on deep inside of you. Let's look at John chapter 3 and verse 5. Jesus answered, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. So what he's saying here, if you're born in a natural man, you're born according to the flesh. But if you're born again in the spirit, you're born born of the spirit, and your spirit man is reborn. So that so that's how you are in communion with God on the inside of you. Amen. Now Peter said it like this in First Peter three four. It says, "Rather let it be the hidden person of the heart." with the incorruptible beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is very precious in the sight of God. Now, Peter called it the hidden man of the heart, or hidden person of the heart, which that would be the the person inside of, deep inside, which is the real you. Your spirit man is the real you. You just live in this fleshly body. The real you is not your emotions, but it is the spirit man on the inside. That's the real you. And when you become born again, you're born again in the likeness of God. And that's how you commune with him. Amen. And the inward witness is how we understand all the things of God. If And that's, that is the number two way. You just, uh, you know, on the inside, that's how I get the messages that God gives me. He, he gives me uh, the word of God and it'll come in. He'll just light it up on the inside of me, and I know what he wants me to say and what he wants me to do. Uh, let's look at Acts chapter 27. We'll go 1 through 10. And this is uh, concerning the Apostle Paul, and I was going to uh, put him in prison. And when it was decided that he should sail to Italy, they delivered Paul and some other prisoners to one named Julius, a centurion of the Augustan regiment. So entering a ship of Dramidium, we put to sea, meaning to sail across the coast of Asia, Aristarchus and Macedonia, Thessalonica, yeah, was with us, and the next day we landed at Sidon. And Julius treated Paul kindly and gave him liberty to go to his friends and receive care. When we had put to sea from there, we sailed under the shelter of Cyprus because the winds were contrary. And when we had sailed over the sea, which is off Cilicia and Pamphylia, 
became the Myra city of Lycia. There the centurion found an Alexandrian ship sailing to Italy, and he put us on board. When we had sailed slowly many days and arrived with difficulty off Nidus, I guess that's how you pronounce it, the wind not permitting us to proceed, we sailed over the shelter of Crete off Salmon. Passing it with difficulty, we came to a place called Fair Havens near the city of Lycia. Now, when much time had been spent and sailing was now dangerous, because the fast was already over, Paul advised them, saying, Men, I perceive that this voyage will end with disaster and much loss, not only of the cargo and ship, but also our lives. So what happened was, Paul had an inward witness that there was going to be disaster and much loss. He perceived it in his spirit. Now, they were going to be sailing across the seas, and they got to put him on uh, a different ship than what he was on. But he perceived in his spirit that there was something bad going to happen. He just knew on the inside. That was the inward witness of the Holy Ghost. Amen? You know in your spirit. Now, this is a supernatural experience we have with the Holy Spirit. And sometimes we say, well, we need to hear a voice or something because it's more supernatural. To hear the voice of the Holy Spirit on the inside of you by the inward witness is just as supernatural as if you heard a voice as loud as thunder. But sometimes we dismiss it as being supernatural. But it's the voice of the Holy Ghost that you just know. Now see, they uh, they put Paul on this ship, but he's saying, listen... It's going to be a disaster, dudes, if we don't, you know, we shouldn't be doing this. We need to do something else. But what happened is, they wouldn't listen to him, would they? And what happened was, they were shipwrecked. And he said, but then an angel came to him right later on and said, you know, uh, you're going to, the, the ship will wreck, but you are not going to be any loss of life because everybody will be, saved or lives will be saved but the ship is going to be destroyed well they sh they were shipwrecked but then they all made it to shore but he knew that because he because an angel appeared to him but first the number one way that god led him was by the inward witness by perceiving in his spirit what was going to happen he knew what was going to go on Sometimes we disregard the leading and miss God because we don't listen to that inward witness. I've done it before, and I know everybody else has that's, ever, that's been born again. Sometimes we get busy and, and things that go on in life and uh, get so busy with work and everything, and then the Holy Spirit will put something in your heart and you'll dismiss it. And I've missed it, and I'll say, Lord, forgive me. Will you, will you uh, bring that back so I can walk this out again? I've been, I've went into people's house and the Lord leave me because, and I've been real busy and doing different things and, uh, meet somebody or have to go to them to talk to them about something and, uh, have an inward witness in my heart. I shall witness to them about the Lord Jesus Christ and, and turn around and forget and walk away and say, Lord, I forgive me. I'm sorry. And I felt grieved in my heart because I didn't do that. And I say, Lord, will you bring that back around? You know, that person would call me back and I'd go back and I'd witness to them and do what God wanted me to. But I missed it the first time. I missed that inward witness 
that leading, but the Lord would forgive me. I asked him to forgive me, and he'd bring it back so I could go back and finish that. But it was just as supernatural if, uh, as if an angel was standing there in front of me. It was so important to him that he had a situation that changed that so that person called me back and said, will you come back to my house and I'll go back over there and witness to them. Amen. So, well, let's not miss the leading of God by thinking it's not supernatural. The inward witness is not supernatural because it is. The primary way he leads us is through the inward witness. It just seems good to you and the Holy Ghost. Now, if it just seems good to you and the Holy Spirit, it's good. Amen. You, you follow that inward witness, that inward peace. We must practice to always be conscious and aware of the voice of the Holy Spirit. We have to practice that. We have to practice to stay tuned in to the things of God on the inside of us. We must always look inside for every answer that God wants us to have because that's where we'll find it on the inside of us. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you would like to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you can contact us at our website at wacba.org. If you would like to contact us for prayer, to give, or any other reason, you can do so by going to our website, wacba.org, or by mail at Word Alive Church, P.O. Box 3067, Broken Arrow, Oklahoma 74013. 